When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We are on the ESPN app. Click more on the lower right-hand corner of the app. It's in your pocket. It's in your on your phone. Click more on the ro- lower right-hand corner of the app. Scroll down and listen live, and we are right there. Portable with you wherever you go. 888-729-3776. 888-SAY-ESPN. NFL have a problem with the roughing the passer rule? We've been talking about it today, not to mention the decision to go for two instead of kicking the extra point, wind up losing by a point. But let me ask you guys this now. Harry how are you Doug- doing? Harry Douglas Hi. in for Jay. Hey, hey Keyshawn, how are you this morning? hours now. Yes, it's a new so, show, uh, everyone. Yeah, okay. So the Chiefs yeah. <laughs> come back on the Raiders, down 17 nothing. They wind assume, up winning. Yes, let's assume the same listener's not listening. It's a good point. It's, yeah. it's a good point. 30 <laughs> Two twenty nine, beating a team that they trailed seventeen nothing. I never got the feeling they were going to lose the game. Actually, I always feel like confident in in Patrick Mahomes, and you know when they when they win, it's Andy Reid. If something goes wrong, it's Eric Bieniemy. Uh, key, you know how that goes. So uh, they won, so it's Andy Reid. Well, I mean, the the the, the head coach gets the credit. The, the offensive coordinator doesn't get the credit for the four touchdowns to, to Kelsey. Who plays the call? Who calls the plays? Well, it depends on which way it goes. If right. it's a bad play, it's Eric Bieniemy. Right. If it's a great play, it's Andy Reid. That's right. That's, That's just all right. So as long as we know, have that squared. It's away. sad. And it's, 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 it's sad though. Andy Reid mouth That's ain't sad. even moving. No, <laughs> at all. He just sat there with his headset on. He got a mind meld with uh, Bieniemy, and so he t- he calls in the plays from his mind to Bieniemy, and Bieniemy or he uh, pushes know. a button. Yeah. Uh, guys, <laughs> is the NFC East? The clear best division in football. Eagles undefeated. Cowboys one loss, looking like an all-universe defense. Giants one loss, just beat the Packers. You you asked me this question the other day, Max, and I and so funny um, because I had to think about it. And I said from day one, though, the AFC West was not what you wanted it to be. Key's claim before the season is everyone is hyping up the AFC West and the AFC generally. But we do not know that they are, it's, in fact, the better conference. I, and, right. and, and you actually do have a brain because you listen. Mm. And, and the truth <laughs> of it is we don't know, right? Yeah. We all AFC West. Uh, Russell Wilson, I told you from day one that wasn't going to be nothing. Mm-hmm. Okay, but when you look at the NFC East and you look at the quarterbacks in the NFC East, and, I, and, and you know, Cooper Rush obviously has done some stuff, but let's get him out the way and put in Dak Prescott. Thank and you. You dug Jalen Hurts. You come to your senses. And even Daniel Jones. Well, I mean, I don't think Cooper Rush he ain't going to be undefeated the, on the season. Yeah, I don't <laughs> yeah. think he's going to run the table. I yeah. think he's doing a good job as the backup, which is his job to hold it down for four or five games if he could do something. But he's been able to be undefeated. The NFC East is strong. Okay, from from pretty much from the Giants up to the Cowboys, and in between you got the Philadelphia Eagles or, or Dallas in between, whichever one. I think as a whole, when you look at the NFC. The NFC West is strong to me, even though, even though Arizona's not good, 
even though the Rams are struggling, but I think that gets worked yeah. out. Yeah. San Francisco is strong, and Seattle's going to fight. See, what you're saying, Key, I agree. On the, on the West, it comes down to, do you think the Rams will turn it around? If you think so, it's a strong division. Yeah, they're going to turn it around. They're the, not getting ready to just right. throw it, lay an egg. In the East, though, it's more complicated because we know the Eagles are good. We suspect the Cowboys are good based on what their defense looks like. What we don't know about, are the Giants actually good? To yes. me, the answer to that yes. question tells you what you really think of the why, NFC East. Why do you think the Giants aren't good, though? Why? Well, they don't have any receivers. Okay, that's, so here's that's what not, I'm, That's not helpful. Who, who told you they don't have receivers? My eyeballs. Well, they, they, they clearly got receivers because they went out there and called passes against Green Bay. Key, I, but, I didn't have a detached retina you, before I started looking no, at the Giants receivers. The they detached my retina. Baby, that te- people, baby boy, tell him again. They don't have the flashy tell names that people are accustomed to hearing. Okay, so tell so, me some names that you me. like. Now, on that so their top, to their top three or four guys are down. But that's an opportunity for other guys like Richie James. That's why I brought up the question yesterday about Wandale Robinson and Kadarius Tony because Richie James has Darius been Tony ain't getting has, any burns. He's been doing a decent job in my eyes. So I'm like, yeah, why decent. do you have those? I'm not guys. But, I'm not arguing they don't have receivers who can step up and and get a job done. Well, I'm just, saying they don't have a number one receiver. They don't do have we, a guy who'd be we, a number two on most we, teams. Do we honestly know that though? See here, here's what Harry is saying, and I just had this conversation with. Uh, Rick Dietro Pipo and Di Pietro. <laughs> Di Pietro and company over at 98.7. I just had this conversation with him. What? And I learned this from one of my coaches. The, P- the Pipo. If I took the names off the back of the jerseys and I just had 22 dudes on the field and the Giants was doing what they're doing, you wouldn't have no problems. Uh, it's not, but but wait, because uh, there's uh, no names, it's flashy and there's no this and that. People go, it ain't got no players. No, no, it's a a good point, but let me just mention, the offense we can certainly say hasn't been explosive, although Daniel Jones has done a nice job and Saquon's been incredible, right? And the offensive line is playing much better as the season goes on because they have a lot of talent on the line now. What I'm saying is they have been able to squeak by in these games with extremely inventive play calling, great plays by saying, Saquon. But, but, but this is not but like even if I had, bombs down the field to a number one guy. But if, even, if I had, even if I had Harry Douglas and Keyshawn Johnson in their primes out there, these play calls would be the same. We would be doing the same thing that these guys are doing. Okay. So, so that, that, that's his point that he's making. The fact that you have a guy in Brian Dable who is scheming these, these things up, which I think is great coaching because when you don't have a top dog that can go out there and just beat guys one-on-one, you have to be able to scheme things up for them to get open. That's what he's doing a phenomenal job of doing. Now, something else we got to point out about the NFC East is that those three teams that we just mentioned, they're in the top 12 defensively. So they're playing a damn good brand of football on the defensive side of the ball, which is allowing all three of them to be in the top 10 in the NFL right now. Now, if you want to talk about coaching, now I agree with you. What do they have, really? They have Brian Dable and Wink Martindale, right? Like, they have guys who can call plays on both sides of the ball, who the players like, who they respond to, who are putting them in positions to win. Now, all of a sudden, those players that have an a, a opportunity to show up are going to become a different name if they continue this winning. Right. Now, all of a sudden... Oh, my God, you see this guy? We got – that's the way it is. Yeah, I, People I get People just it. looking at the back of the jerseys 
and going, well, that guy's not I want to look at I want to look at some back of some jerseys, though, if you don't mind. Okay, I hear what you're saying. I'm just telling the, you. Listen, at the top level in most sports, the distance between the, the what you perceive as the elite and the next rung down is not so great. You know, like they're professional football players at the highest level. It's all opportunity, Max. A lot of opportunity lot and, of and opportunity. position they're put in and what else is around opportunity, you. Opportunity, what is around them. Daniel Jones looked like a different quarterback, man. For sure. It's a, it, uh, let's be honest with each other. He yeah. looks like a franchise quarterback right now. He looks like a different quarterback. But, uh, I, I ain't going to go listen, that far. I'm not, I'm not, no, 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 no. He that. looks like a franchise quarterback in the sense for that. For the Giants. In, in the sense that not only do, does, does the ball look good coming out of his hand and he's fast and all that. He is showing grit in the moment of truth. Yeah. Where you trust him in the moment of truth. And but, scheme is everything. I'm telling you, scheme is everything. And I, I'm going to continue to reiterate this. When you don't have a guy named C.D. Lamb who you can just, hey, go beat his ass one-on-one. I need you to win. When you don't have an A.J. Brown, your offensive play caller, your head man, better be able to scheme things up to get guys who aren't A.J. Brown or C.D. Lamb the football. That's what Brian Dable is doing. And that's what I'm saying really about when I say talent key. What I mean is I'm not saying they can't get it done, and that's what what we're really discussing here. But – they don't have the guy who clearly he's going to win. Like, the, the one guy they have, Kadarius Tony, who could probably win his matchup for whatever reason's out of favor, Can't right? get on the field. Can't get on the field. All right. So this, is, this is, leads to the next question, though, speaking of names on the back of jerseys. If the Carolina Panthers are sellers, remember a week or two ago, should the Giants trade Saquon? Now we're not asking that, right? Because they might be good. Should the Giants look to acquire one of those Carolina players, especially the receivers, DJ Moore? Robbie Anderson, right, um, who are available right now. Do you like those guys? Do you like anyone on the team? I don't know if I want to give up what I would have to give up for a DJ Moore, though. You know what, what I mean? What do you have to he, give up for DJ Moore right now? I mean, the, the way he's playing the last few years, you would have to give up, what, a second-round draft pick for DJ Moore at this time? DJ, nah, DJ, I was thinking a third. You probably could give up a third. Yeah, I'll give, I'll give you a third for DJ Moore. I, right I don't know, where, that's, that's I don't know where his contract we gotta is. We got to remember, the New England Patriots sent the Atlanta Falcons a second-round pick for um, yeah, Sanu not too long ago. Right. Man, that was about nine years ago, no, man. No, it wasn't. That was two years ago. Stop <laughs> Sanu, I, come on, man. That was about that's nine years ago. Then years they ago. sent you packing. It was two years ago, Key. Here's, was it two um, years ago? Yeah. What did they Here's say? Here's more through five games, guys. for Devontae Parker? Or did they – or did Devontae Parker – Guys, yeah, look at his career numbers. They're up on ESPNU right now. Through five games um, for his career, he's always got at least a touchdown. Last year he had three. Got, you know, he's putting up some solid numbers. Yeah, 2022, he's not working with nothing, though. Yeah. He's messing around with Baker Mayfield. But do they, do they yeah. have, like, his final stats for each one of those seasons that they can put up as well? Oh, I'm sure. DJ, DJ Moore, I would, I, that, right I would go get DJ Moore if I could get him, mm-hmm. if I could steal him. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm not over, right. If the price is yeah, right, I'm not then overpaying you, for him, like uh, uh, draft capital wise. No, I mean, really, the issue with and the I don't Giants know his contract. No, is. he just he just read up. That's what I'm saying. You got to take on the contract as well. Yeah, yeah. Here, but what's his? I don't. That's what I'm saying. I don't know his numbers. Here's the issue with the Giants right now. What do we say about Cincinnati last year? They're ahead of schedule. But unlike oh, no, Cincinnati, the Giants are ahead of schedule. This was a this was a a uh, a year to evaluate the talent, and if you can win a few games while you're evaluating. The talent, that's a good thing. Now, all of a sudden, you look up and you're in the mix. You're like, yeah, let's see if we can make a run at this. And, and unlike Cincinnati, they don't have what I mean about receivers. When you, look at, when you look at the receivers that Cincinnati's got, 
you go, oh, maybe they could do something with that. that not only did they have the number one overall pick, Joe Burrow, the whole thing, but they had guys, Jamar Chase and Higgins, and guys who can really go get it. And the Giants don't have that. So no one's expecting them to see them in the Super Bowl. But- I mean, DeAndre Hopkins is a good name that, oh. that, that depending on what happens with Arizona. I love that. That yeah, could be hell something yeah. that you take a look at, um, depending on where his cap situation is. I mean, he signed that deal three years ago, I think it was, with Arizona when he got traded. Was it three years now? I believe so. Three years ago, whatever it was, that number could be down. So that may be something to look at when he comes back. What, you know, before the trade deadline, Arizona probably, you know, let's say they drop a few games or whatever and they're out of it. You may approach them and say, hey, let's take a look at this. It's a lower level, but I can think of another fast quarterback who looks good throwing the ball but has never had a top receiver in Lamar Jackson. And Daniel Jones is like the poor man's version of that. Fast guy who looks good throwing the ball. He has never had a number one receiver. But I'm not going to sit here and ever let you put Daniel Jones in Lamar I just Jackson. said a poor man. No, I, I understand poor what he's saying. I, I get what you're saying. I don't even think he's a yeah. poor man's version of Lamar Jackson. Well, young, young quarterbacks. Like, I'm just, I'm young, just being honest. No, he's, young a poor, quarterbacks, he's a poor man's version. Young quarterbacks need help. Yeah, at the receiver position, like the Bills did for Josh Allen, like the Bengals did for Patrick Mahomes, Tua in like Miami. they just did for Jalen Hurts. You ha- otherwise, you I don't know how they're going to s- succeed if you don't put players around them. Right, I, yeah. I don't know how. So well, you go and you try to get a DeAndre Hopkins. They st- right. They started with the offensive line though, which hasn't been right in literally ten years. They draft Evan Neal. They got Andrew Thomas on the other side. Those guys are coming along. I mentioned the the, the Winston Justice game. The Eagles left tackle, and he got abused against the Giants his rookie year. He got better as the same thing here with Evan Neal. Come on, man. His second game of his career, he's facing a crazy pass rush. He gets used, but he's gotten better and better, and so has that entire offensive line. Um, If the Carolina Panthers are sellers, maybe the Giants should be buyers if the price is right, but certainly if DeAndre Hopkins is out there. Keyshawn J. Willemax is presented by Progressive Insurance. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs. For protection on the road and on the water, see how much you can save at one ahead of Progressive and Progressive.com. Time to play real or not real, Shannon. All right, real or not real, today we are looking at teams that have hit rock bottom. We are five weeks into the NFL season, and I'm going to ask you guys whether these certain teams are already donezo. Keyshawn, I will start with you. The Washington Donezo. Com- <laughs> you got to let me get it out. The Washington Commanders at one and four. Donezo. Rock bottom, real or not real? Uh, I would say it's, it's real that they're donezo. I think Dunzo is a better name for the game. <laughs> Finito. <laughs> Dunzo or not Dunzo. Right? I mean, look, this football team, even to the point where Ron Revere, the coach of the Washington Commanders, was asked a question about the quarterbacks in the, in the division, and he didn't praise. He, he wasn't asked a question. He was asked, what's the difference between you and the rest of the division? <laughs> and he didn't, you know. He, he said quarterback. quarterback. So that tells you right there he knows that the lights are very dim for the future. Oof. What do you think, real or not real, Harry? Hit rock bottom, the commanders. No, I think it's real. I think they're done. I think they're done. I, I, when I look at this team, it's not that Carson Wentz can't play. It's just like the big moments. And he's showed that the last two or three years that when the big moments come up, he's not going to be that guy. I'm also disappointed in their defensive line. That was supposed to be stout, be one of those groups that everyone is talking about in the National Football League the last two years. No Chase they Young. Have, they have not been that group. No Chase Young. 
I would say not real because this ain't rock bottom yet. It's going to get worse than this. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is going to be as a they problem. Say, as they say in the television business, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Mm-hmm. All right, what else we got, Shannon? All right, real or not real, Las Vegas Raiders. Tough loss last night, dropping their record now to one in four. Key, real or not real, the Las Vegas Raiders have hit rock bottom. It's real. It's real. They got a long ways to go for the season to be completely over, but I think it's a wrap. I don't see how they bounce back from one and four. Their chance was last night, and they didn't cash in. I'm going to go not real, and here's the only reason why. I looked at their next four games. They had the Texans, Saints, Jaguars, and Colts. Four winnable games. You win those four games, you're right back in the thick of things. I the last time the Raiders won four games in a row. They were in Los Angeles. <laughs> no, look, uh, I'm going to say not real because I wonder sometimes, is Derek Carr just too good, like just good enough to be too good to be like, like to be a little dangerous for the team? In other words, they're not going to have a bad record, I don't think, at the end of this year. I think Carr is going to keep it together. They're going to win some games, but they've already buried themselves to where they're not going to make the playoffs, I don't think. Yeah, it's time, right? to, so they're, time to move on. So they're going to win seven <laughs> or eight games and just be good enough to not have a great draft pick and also not make the playoffs, yeah, right? Yeah, which means they're done, though. Yeah, they're done. It's a wrap. Yeah. yeah. All right, moving on to the Arizona Cardinals after falling to the Eagles on Sunday, dropping their record to 2-3. and three. Real or not real, Arizona Cardinals, keep The Dunzo, have they hit rock bottom? It's a wrap, man. I think it's real. I, I Look, I'm not a big believer in Arizona. I like Kyler Murray. It's it's cute. It's exciting to watch all the running around. They paid $250-something million for a running back, basically, and that's the way that they're treating it. Cliff Kingsbury is in over his head as a head coach, and I think the system that they're running in Arizona does not suit Kyler Murray well. I think a new head coach in the future will really show this kid's talent. Yeah, I go real. I just don't believe in them offensively. Uh, we see Cliff Kingsbury. I think he, I think the NFL game might be a little too much. You look at the second half blemishes the last two years. You look at what happened at the end of the game recently. I don't like how they start games, and I don't think how you how how do you think you could come back as a team in the second half or late in the second quarter and win games? That's just not the recipe for winning. Football. We're playing real or not real teams that have hit rock bottom here on Keyshawn J. Willemax, Harry Douglas in for Jay today. Harry, have they hit rock bottom, the Cardinals, for wearing uniforms to try to look like the Atlanta Falcons? Um, I, I didn't like those black uniforms for Arizona. When I think of Arizona, I think of red uniforms. They had the blacks before, though. It's not the first time they wore blacks. I mean, I yeah. just right? I know that don't mean I like them. You know what I'm saying? Why you got to say it Is like it that? Is it the black helmet? They had the blacks before. Yeah, what, no, I, what do you mean, Keith? No, no, I'm saying they had the black uniforms I don't before, know. Right? I don't remember. I don't I like them. So. I think so. I think, I think, so. You, I think you're right about that. Yeah. But Hold on. They, first time had, with the black helmet. They had all black, though, right? Yeah, first yeah, time with the black helmet. First time with the black helmet. Yeah, well, I, don't, I don't like it with the black helmet. Yeah. By the way, Kyler Murray Key, you've mentioned how his passes can look like handoffs. That's the way you like them. But I'm going to say it's real also because what, what tipped it for me, we had the, the, the offensive line and the right tackle on last year. And Kyler Murray's own right tackle is coming on this show talking about he needs to mature. When you say that publicly and it's ongoing well, like that. His body language is interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, his I, body I, language is interesting. I'm not a believer in the Cardinals. Anyway. Yeah, his body language. He, I can tell he probably would have jacked Key up if Key would have played well. Excuse me? <laughs> you just want to hear me talk, huh? I mean, Kyler Murray would have been my best friend. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he would have been my best friend. So I'm if, not worried if about you, it. So if you didn't do what you were supposed to do, he, that means he has nah, the right to jack I was gonna do. Too. I was going to do what I was supposed to do. Not always, Key. Stop. Don't, don't sit up, my, don't sit up here and paint this persona like you just did everything you were supposed to I do every everything. time you was on the football field. Yeah, everything right. 
I did everything right. And you wouldn't tell you wouldn't told the coach get you the damn football. No, it wasn't me. That was his play calling. That, that's it what I'm saying. It had nothing to do with me. It wasn't my fault. <laughs> so you that guy? We hey. were one in fifteen. Wasn't me. Yeah, I'm that guy. What's go, my fault? Go, go ahead, Matt. I'm with Key fault. on this only because I look at <laughs> who the, which coaches like which players. And Key with Parcells, like Key was a Parcells guy. I go, okay, so Key's probably doing all the things he's supposed yeah, to do. He right. should have been best friends with Gruden. He told me he would have been best friends man, with Kyler Murray. Man, be quiet. He should have been best friends with Gruden. Stop, man. Leave that alone. I think it probably – I think Key's altercation with Gruden looking better and better through the years, actually. <laughs> hey, man, I didn't do anything wrong. Let's just hey, put it that way. let's move on because I want to get this one in. Go yeah. ahead, Shannon. Last one here for real or not real teams that have hit rock bottom key the los angeles rams at two and three have they hit rock bottom not real at all i think sean McVay understands that he's got to get things turned around they've got to protect matthew stafford and they got to figure out how to get somebody involved outside of cooper cup i don't need cooper cup winning offensive player of the year again i don't need <laughs> him winning the reception award again yo i don't need that what you need is somebody else, Harry, to get involved to help him out. I think it just baffles me. I, I don't think it's not real right now. I, I, it bothers me, though, that Ben Skoranek is targeted more than um, Allen um, Robinson. Robinson in a football game. That should never occur. To in me, any they're missing game. Robert Woods. And yep. the fact that they had Odell. Odell is deceptive because you think, oh, like catching the pass is flashy and everything. But Odell is a football player. He'll block. He'll do all these things. Robert Woods, great at doing all the little details, right? And, and that's what they're really missing, a guy like that, even more than a guy to throw the ball to, a guy to do all the dirty work. The Road to the World Series goes through ESPN Radio. Catch all the postseason action presented by AutoZone on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Would anything less than a World Series appearance be considered a failure for the New York baseball Yankees? I mean, you call them the football giants. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Aronis Chapman, the Yankees reliever, has been ruled out for the ALDS. He made a decision not to show. Not what I thought was an acceptable excuse. He made Aaron Boone's and the rest of the organization's decision a lot easier. Keyshawn, Jable, the Max, Harry Douglas in for Jay today. 
Every pitch of the Major League Baseball playoffs is on ESPN radio coverage of the Division Series. Starts today at 12.30 with the Braves and Phillies. And with us now to talk about all things Major League Baseball playoffs. I love this time of year in sports, man. Baseball playoffs, footballs. It's the best time of year. NBA is getting ready. Yeah, best time of year. Eduardo Perez, ladies and gentlemen. You'll hear Eduardo during every game of the World Series right here on ESPN Radio. Good morning, Eduardo. Eddie! What's going on? What's going on, fellas? I heard we got a little rivalry going on here in this uh, series. All of your teams are in, huh? Oh, yeah. I like yeah, we, it. We're, we're good, though. We, you know, we're all right out west. Yeah, the, Bra- yeah. the Braves are solid, too. We, we like where we're at. Yeah, I'm, I'm worried about the Yankees' bullpen, but they're going to put those starters, you know, tie on and 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 Herman. They're going to go into the, you know, they, they go into the bullpen, so it'll it'll shore it up a little bit. I'm still not crazy about uh, the fact that you know the bullpen is kind of in tatters heading into the playoffs. Anyway, how much pressure do you think, given that, is on Aaron Judge, especially and also the Yankees, to now make a World Series run, Eduardo, considering the season he just had? Yeah, but I don't think there's a lot of pressure on Aaron now. I think actually the pressure is off him because there's not a 62 looking up there, you know, just trying to see if he's going to get there or not. This is about team, and I think this is where he feels more comfortable, about being able to help out the team in the spotlight, being taken out of hit, out of him and put into the entire organization. You know, the big question over there is, is Garrett Cole going to be able to be lights out, be the guy to, in the postseason, for the first time in his career as a Yankee, be wearing the pinstripes at home, uh, be solid? That's going to be a big question. The bullpen. There's no Mariano Rivera. Before, you were spoiled with Mariano Rivera. There were no question marks about, is the bullpen going to be good? Who's going to close? This is a major question years down the line already. Mariano being out of the league for years and still – People mentioning him, I see it all the time here on Yes Network, it's, it's like, who's going to close? No one knows yet. Jonathan Loisig is one of the biggest arms they have, and that's going to be a, a, a major uh, cognate is, how are they going to get to Jonathan Loisig? How are they going to get if it's to Lou Trevino? All those questions remain to be seen, and I can't wait to go into Aaron Boone's office today and, and ask him again in detail. What are you going to do in the sixth inning if this happens? What are you going to do in the seventh inning if this happens? He might not answer, but I'm still going to ask. Eddie, with all that you're saying right now, who's the favorite in the AL right now? In the American League? Yeah. The best team there is the the best team is the Houston Astros. They're well rested. Um, they proved it all season long. They got Verlander at the top. They have McCullers in that rotation. They have a deep starting staff that's really flexible to move to the pen. They have a really good closer, and they can hit. And that's the bottom line. But that doesn't mean that they're going to win. In a five-game series, look what the Seattle Mariners did to Toronto. In Toronto, they went in there, and they, and they excelled. And that's going to be a hot ticket up in the great Northwest. And the way that that team is playing with Luis Castillo as a number one, and I think it's going to be interesting because – now Castillo, most likely, you know, it's it's he's he's really taken taken uh, the team by storm. You got Robbie Ray, who pitches really well. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of interesting parts, and Gilbert is no slouch of his own. This guy was the best pitcher in the major leagues the first half of the season, along with Verlander. So it's going to be a pitching matchup that's going to be controlled and neutralized, I believe. 
by some elite offense and and, uh, and two ballparks that play completely different. I got to go ahead and tell you now, this, is, this has been a great last two weeks for me. As you know, the Braves at one point in June, they were, they were down 10 and a half games in the NL East. The Mets, uh, part of them gave it away. Part of it, the Braves went and took it as well. But I want to focus on the Mets part of this thing. How surprised are you that they collapsed and didn't win the NL East and had to face the Padres, we all know, in the wild card round and end up losing? Yeah, that was if you're a Mets fan, and I know you're not, but for the Mets fans that are listening, um, it was disappointing. It was disappointing because everybody said, well, you know, we got our big two. We got Scherzer. We got DeGrom. There's no way we can lose. And then down the stretch, the team, when DeGrom got back, they sort of regressed. They were like 10-10 and 10, uh, in starts that DeGrom and Scherzer had combined. That can't happen when you're spending over $70 million with two guys in arms um, on the bunt. You have to dominate, and they did not dominate. They didn't represent on the, on the mound, and it wasn't lack of, you could say, run support consistently uh, throughout because you expect those two guys to at least limit uh, opponents to one or two runs. That's what their track record says. That's what they should do on a given night, and they weren't able to do it. They weren't strong enough down the stretch. And, yeah, a lot of the weight could, could be on those two. Even though DeGrom posted in the, in the wild card round, they shouldn't have been there. They shouldn't have been there. As good as the Braves played, and we all recognize that the Mets played really well, too, as a core, as a unit down the stretch. But the, Met, but the Braves were better. They were better because they just kicked butt from top to bottom the entire time. From the second half on, they were a 118-win team. That's how much they averaged. They were pretty much unbeatable. And they proved it in Atlanta during that series. But there were other games, other series that the Mets had to do well against. The Athletics kicked the Grom's butt. You look at the, uh, the series against the Cubs. Uh, they got swept against the Cubs. That can't happen. And that's one of the reasons why the Atlanta Braves ended up at the top. And that's one of the reasons why you have bragging rights right now. Eduardo Perez joining us this morning, ESPN Major League Baseball analyst on Keyshawn, J. Will, and of course, Max. Eddie, the, the San Diego Padres built this roster to try to take on the Dodgers and figure out how to finally become, not become little brother and become big brother to us. Now they finally got the smoke that they wanted. Is it going to happen for them or not? <laughs> you, you got, do you have your toes crossed right now? Do I have what? I don't think it's going to happen. Oh, no. Do you have your toes crossed and fingers crossed uh, no. for me to say the right thing? Well, I'm gonna, I'm, you're going to love what I'm going to say. I, I don't believe so. I think the Padres, I think the Padres did what they, they could do in, uh, in, uh, in New York, and it was all because of pitching. If the Padres were to beat the Dodgers, it's because of two things. Well, three things. One, their starting rotation was dominant against the Mets, and they need to be just as dominant against the Dodgers. And for that to happen, these five days off that the Dodgers had, it had to have one, one way or another taken their timing off. The problem is I just don't see it. They're better at pretty much seven of the nine positions that the Padres are. On paper, they're better. Now, will they have the heart, that's the Padres, to be able to go out and forget about what happened during the regular season? 
for that to happen, Machado has to be the superstar that he is. Soto has to put on the Washington Nationals cape of 2019 and be as good as he was then. And and uh, they're going to need help from the supporting cast. They're going to need help from uh, from from their guys in center field, from pro far and left field. They're going they're going to need a lot. And um, to do it against the Dodgers, I just don't see it. Eduardo Perez, ESPN Major League Baseball analyst, and the Dodgers guys are the latest version of what the Red Sox were when they hired Bill James and Theo Epstein, Eduardo. They were the first big market team to play money ball, but on a grand scale. They got the smartest, most cutting-edge guys, put them in the front office with the biggest budget, and destroyed everybody. That's what the Dodgers did when they hired Friedman, right? They're the biggest giant market team with the smartest front office. So every year they're winning 100-something games, and they're in the mix. Uh, Just great as a Yankees fan. I love it. (laughs) Yeah, but at the same time, and and I get it, the Dodgers have have done that. They went out and they got world champion Mookie Betts. Traded for him, did what they had to. They got Trey Turner um, with the deal with Scherzer. Scherzer. Let Scherzer go, but Trey Turner, they were able to hold on to him, and we'll see what happens in free agency. They did the same with Freddie Freeman. They signed him to a free agent deal, um, and it was a, a very, a very good deal, favorable for both sides. Bring the hometown kid home, but at the same time, they've also made and, and they've made great, you know, great player development moves. But they've also made mistakes, yeah. and that's okay when you. Yeah, have we don't want to talk about the you mistakes. Can make mistakes. No, right when you have, have two hundred million dollars to spend, you can afford yeah. to make mistakes. They're like in Tampa, yeah. he couldn't make a mistake, and he was still great, right, yeah. Friedman? But here, he can make a mistake yeah. and still be great. Still be great, and let's not forget one thing: just the the, the best hitter for the Houston Astros is Jordan Alvarez, and they yeah. signed him to a lot of money. And then that first year after that, they traded him for a reliever for a middle-of-the-pack reliever. So that's, that's all, those are the mistakes that they can afford to make, even on the, even on the young side of it, on the player development side. Yeah. But then again, that's what happens when you have deep pockets. Now, if I'm Harry, I'm loving exactly what the Atlanta Braves have done with Strider. I'm loving what they've done with rocking up all those young core players of Matt Olson, Michael Harris, Austin Riley, Ronald Acuna Jr., and Avi Albies you can add to it. This team's going to be good for a long time, barring injury. But it's going to be a solid organization, and he's going to be at the top of the helm, and he's going to have bragging rights, just as Keyshawn's going to have for a long time. Eduardo Perez will be on the ESPN radio call for Yankees and Guardians Game 1. I hold you responsible if the Yankees lose. Coverage starts tonight at 7. The road to the World Series goes through ESPN radio. Catch all the postseason action presented by AutoZone on ESPN radio and the ESPN app. Thanks, Eduardo. Ron Rivera says, quarterback is the reason why the Commanders haven't kept up with the rest of the NFC East. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Media. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had, happened in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. 
If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. So we just had Eduardo Perez on talking MLB playoffs, of course. And guys, all three of our teams. So that's why uh, Harry's in for Jay today, because if Jay was here, we couldn't do this because the Mets are out. But all three of our teams are still are in the postseason well, he still. Could, he could participate by just sitting here. Nah. Listening. He would have to listen. Yeah, he'd have to listen because yeah. they did make the playoffs, but they're already, they're already knocked out. Yep. Just sit here and listen. Yeah, sit here and listen. So, But all three of our teams are in it. I like the Yankees. On paper, except on paper's not the reality. You don't know if LeMahieu's going to play. He's a big part of their success when he's going well. Um, and the bullpen is just a mess right now. It was such a strength early on. It's a mess right now. You guys are probably feeling pretty good about the Braves and Dodgers, though, at this moment. I'm feeling pretty good about the Dodgers. I think when you, you look at our lineup, obviously, you know, you big-name guys in, in Mookie Betts and Turner and company. But I need I – need, um, I need Cody Bellinger to to come to play. Mm-hmm. He hadn't really some homegrown guys. Yeah, come to I play. need him to come to play now because he hadn't had a great season. He's been somewhat of a little bit of an afterthought after a couple years ago in the playoffs when he was the MVP and he was the guy. Let's see if he can return back to that form. I think that that's going to be big for us. Yeah, for me, when you look at the Phillies, um, the things that the thing that scares me the most about the Phillies, and I was at that game when they played the St. Louis Cardinals, uh, the, uh, the wild card round, game number one, and I left in the bottom of the eighth inning, right, when mm-hmm. the Cardinals were up two to nothing. I got in my car, and it was like six to two. And I was like, what the hell What the hell happened? It's things like that that make me nervous about, you know, the Braves playing the Phillies, but I do have 100% faith in the Braves, and how their roster top to bottom is phenomenal. And, uh, Defending Eduardo champs Perez, for a reason. Yeah, Eduardo yeah. Perez just, just mentioned it for – through 2026, 2027, that core group, about five or six guys are going to be together. Yeah, sign them all up. I think that's phenomenal, man. But we've seen what the Braves were able to do last year. Um, Alex Anthopoulos has done a fantastic job last year and this year acquiring that talent. And their farm system is one of the ones that's that's, that's been on on, on on the high rise of late, Max. So funny. Like, we think about football this way, but it's so true of baseball. Very long season, 162 games. It's how you finish. And the Yankees, first half, the bullpen was, it was an embarrassment of riches. Everywhere you looked, a crazy yeah. live arm getting everyone out. And then they, everyone got hurt, and now they're, they're, they're staggering to the, you know, to the playoffs. I need the skipper Dave Roberts, though, to make sound decisions. Right. I don't need him because sometimes you know, Dave could, he could make some head-scratching decisions on pulling guys or when to leave guys in. Dave, you had a perfect game in the World Series. He only threw 52 pitches. It was the eighth inning. Why'd you pull him? Yeah, I know. It's just, so I, I like our chances, though. 
I'm not worried about no braids. We need to get Skip on the show. We need to get Dave Roberts on the show. You you was worried last year, though. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The New York Giants, like that, they want to make this a nice race in the NFC East. It's the Cowboys, guys. They are the best team in the NFC right now. Philadelphia and Dallas are in anybody's top five. But the Eagles feel like the new dogs of the NFC East. NFC East. The team you didn't hear in that rejoin were was the uh, Washington Commanders. Keyshawn J. Willemax, Harry Douglas in for Jay today. Yeah, Feeling man. himself. You don't know nothing about them house parties with Uncle Lou. Come on. <laughs> yeah, you don't know nothing about this, Max. Uh, I, I, I know a little bit more than you might suspect. You might be like, you know, my, Max, you might be one of those guys who be like, you know, that one right there. What is she doing? Moving back a little bit. Like, Dijon, could you please have her uh, move away from me? What is she doing? <laughs> what, is the, what is the meaning of this? Hey, Max, um, hmm. so I was just going to say, yesterday I said you'll like this because yesterday I went and got my nails done. All right. you know, I had to get my feet and hands all tightened up. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, as I'm getting them done, there's another guy sitting next to me. He's getting his done. Right. Older gentleman. Okay. And I said to myself, I was like, damn, I know that face. And so, you know, he's looking. I'm like, ah, oh, it's another football fan, dude. He wanted to talk football. Obviously, he did. He wanted to talk Jets and Giants, NFC East. So we started having a conversation, and he was telling me he's part of the Genesis program, da da da. Barry Sheck. Yeah, the attorney. Uh, yeah. See, I get it. I like <laughs> stuff like that, though. Like, I'm not, like, starstruck. I see celebrities all the time, right? I, sure. I put him in the celebrity category because of the OJ trial. Of course. So, you know me. I got to ask. <laughs> Did he do it? You know, I got to ask all of yeah, those questions. But do you really got to ask? Uh, I know, but it's just having a conversation with Barry Shack, man, that's yeah. huge. Yeah, I know. That was big time. I was all tickled and stuff. Because like, you're, you're a kid when that's going on. I'm a, I'm a college kid. Dominating but I'm also, the news. But I'm also into... Those type, you know, I'm into that stuff. Social issues. The social issues, the courts, the TV shows, and crime solving. Yeah, it was interesting. I just have one question. What's up? Did you get a deluxe pedicure or you just got the regular one? 
No, I get the whole hookup. Okay, just want to make sure. Yeah, I don't I like the make, way she buffed him, though. I got to make sure you do, you do it right, though. I didn't like the way I she like buffed mine. I like mine. I like mine square. I like, hit me with the square. I don't like the no, round. No, I got all that. I got I like all the that. Round. No, I, I like, like to have mine round. See, the only time I ever got any of that was when I lived in L.A., I would get pedicures because you got to keep your, your, your feet, feet right. Because right, they got to be out in the sun. They're out in the sun. And when I would, I but I don't want polish and everything. I don't want no, anything crazy. No, you do just, the buff. Oh, you, you do, do the buff. buff. Yeah, yeah, a little it bit. Makes it makes shiny. Little, the yeah, buff makes it I shiny. Don't want it to, I don't want my toenails too shiny. I just want like to look good. My, I got to have mine shiny. Yeah, me too. I got, you got to buff mine. And then I, sometimes I pay for extra buff. I want extra all buff. All that mm. callus remover, I need all that. Yeah. I need the 20-minute extra yeah. massage. I need all yeah. that. Tickles, tickles but it was me. but 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 the whole my whole thing was I thought you would like that though Max Barry yeah. Shack walking yeah, around Barry I was just Shack. like yeah okay that's what's up I yeah. don't need him for anything but <laughs> just to say He's what's like, up oh, yeah here let's change I said but I won't need you we'll communicate a little bit but I don't need you you know I'm gonna look just like that in about 20 30 years <laughs> my man. all right um Ron Rivera guys was asked about the difference between the commanders and the rest of the NFC teams, you know, who are good. And this is what he said. Why do you think the teams in the division are farther ahead at this point? Quarterback. I mean, with quarterback, like the Cowboys, for instance, they're, they don't have Dak Prescott this season and still have been able to well, they win. Started with, well, they, they started, started with, with him, Dak, but they've... And they built around Dak, and the offense is built around Dak. Um, their backup's a, a guy that is very solid inside of it, inside of what they do. Um, and... The truth is that this is a quarterback-driven league. And if you look at the teams that have been able to sustain success, they've been able to build it around a specific quarterback. So, in other words, we don't have a quarterback. So, that's why we're not very good. That's what he's saying. <laughs> and, and, and Ron Riverboat was on our show uh, prior to acquiring Carson Wentz, and his philosophy is much like mine. If I got a quarterback that's not going to screw it up, and I can run the football and play lights-out defense, then we got a real shot at winning something. To me, more than Rivera, this is about how far Wentz has fallen. And Wentz, you know, like in Greek tragedies, they talk about hubris, right? Hubris is you're so confident you, you offend the gods, right? Yeah. So, And that's a tragic flaw. That is Carson Wentz to me. I see the level of arrogance when he was in Philly. First, he started reading some reporting. Then I talked to some people. You start hearing things. And I would see Carson Wentz would turn the ball over at the end of the game on third down in the fourth quarter. And after the game, he would say things, well, that's, that's what we do here. It, like, he would make comments that told me that he was hard-headed about and, and had a, an inflated sense of how he fit into everything. When clearly Doug Peterson and everyone were saying, hey, we can't turn the ball, we can't take those kind of chances, he continued to want to do that. And I wonder if he is doing the same thing right now with Ron Rivera and rubbing him the wrong way. Else, why would Ron Rivera throw him under the but bus that, like that's that? my thing, though. Ron Rivera can't do that. You're the head coach of the National Football League of the Washington Commanders. You can't do that. They just completed what game? What five? Mm-hmm. You can't do that. But you that makes me think, Harry, the fact that he, that, though, but that he did tells me that he might be having a problem with getting yeah, Wentz to but listen. But he's not. He's not. It's not like Carson. Not be honest. Carson Wentz is what 
fifth in passing yards in the National Football League, football league right now. He's, he's been not, okay. He's, that's what I'm saying. He's not playing bad. To me, okay. it's the big moments, like the interception at the of end of the game to win it against the Tennessee Titans. You know, last year against the Tennessee Titans, the same team, you have the, the, the pick six backed up in your end zone, then the interception in overtime. You missed a wide-open throw to T.Y. Hilton against the Raiders. You go against the Jacksonville Jaguars. You don't get it done. It's the big moments for me for Carson Wentz. But as a head coach – can't do that, that. You can't. That, that, that's can't do that. Doesn't that because tell you he's player, at the end of his rope still, already with this dude? Though, you can't do that though, Max. Because as a player, we we can't say our head coach stinks. Exactly. We can't. We can't do it. So as a head coach, you have to give the player respect. Yeah, I get and that. not say that. You might say on the sidebar, "Hey, man, look, this guy's killing me right now. I'm getting fired messing with him. He's a coach killer." Maybe he went to. I mean, like this is pure speculation, right? Maybe he's like, yo, I'm just not going to be on me. I'm letting you know right now. If Can't you don't do, do it, X, though. Y, and Z. Can't do it. That's a bad look. That's a, not, not a good thing for a coach because you're taught, don't talk about what we do in the media. It was surprising to hear him say it. It was surprising. A guy like Rivera, who's the culture he seems to establish, seems to be a, a and, competitive and he could culture. Be, and look, man, he could be frustrated as a coach and realize, uh-oh, I might be sent packing at the end of the year. Are the Raiders, is their season already done, or are the Chiefs the team to beat again? From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.